Hello, everyone. My name is Pastor Maya Rodriguez. I want to welcome you to my weekly podcast. It is a true privilege to be able to share the good news of God's Word with you. Enjoy. Welcome to church. Today's a day of celebration. Give yourselves a round of applause. You know why we're celebrating? Because you have 100% attendance. Church attendance for 2023. You are 100%. Like you have not missed a Sunday yet. You made it to church, right? To your neighbor and say, we're set, we're set. Yep. So we don't have very long during this service. We have about 25 minutes, but I know that I have a message from God for your life. And our pastor has been talking to us about this word of new normal. And usually this phrase, new normal, brings with it like some kind of like negative meaning, right? Like when we hear new normal, we're like, no, it's COVID, right? It's, they want to put us back in the homes or they want to do all of this stuff. Like government, no, they're not going to make us stay home. No, we're not getting another vaccine. You know, we start, but no, God is actually going to even change the definition or what we perceive new normal as something negative. 2023, this phrase new normal is going to take on a whole different meaning. Turn turn to your neighbor and say, get ready because it's going to be new. Come on. It's going to be new. It's going to be amazing, but it's also going to be our normal. This new and this amazing is going to be our normal. So as I prepared for this message, this phrase kept on coming into my heart. And it was basically this prayer to God. And it was this. I said, oh God, I don't ever, please, I don't ever want to stop noticing you at work in my life. Like, I don't, even in this new normal, even in a time of blessing, even in a time of where God is giving us, or in a time of health, or in a time of where you're just, you know, you're going from glory to glory, or or in whatever it is, it could even be that you're struggling, and it could be in a time of, you know, discouragement, and whatever. But let me just tell you that God is at work in our lives, and we're going to ask him that in this 2023, that we could always see God at work in our lives. That even when we are struggling, we can believe what the word of God says, that he will work all of it for our good, for those are, who are in Christ Jesus. Can I get an amen to that? So there's this, there's something that happened in New Year's. How many of you guys stayed up till 12 and celebrated the New Year? Let me see. Raise your hands. No, okay, so most of you. So who did it? Tell the truth. Come on. Who went to bed and you were like, actually even made fun of the people because you're like, <laughs> you know, all these people going to parties and dancing in a way, but I'm going to put on my pajamas. You know, I'm going to just watch a show, fall asleep. Like you actually even liked it, right? You're like, I'm going to do this. Like you're being rebellious. Kind of that was your going to bed was rebellious last night, right? You guys. Okay. Who, who were you guys? Let me see the ones that went to bed before midnight. Okay. Not very many, but there were some. Okay, I got it. Preggers over there. Okay, right? You're pregnant. Okay, you get you get to do it. Okay, you guys have little kids. I don't know what your excuse was. You look young. 
You look like you like to dance. I don't know, right? I don't know. So for us, New Year's is a pretty big deal in our house. It's normal to go all out, okay? But actually, this morning I was thinking about it in a conversation because I love to dance. My husband doesn't like to dance, okay? Doesn't like to dance. I love to dance. But I didn't actually know I liked to dance because I grew up in a family where dancing wasn't a thing. I know that's kind of weird. Like, I, I don't know how many of you guys grew up in that type of family. But for me, what you see in normal Latin families, like they have music up, that they're dancing in the kitchen as they clean. Uh-uh. There was no music, no dancing in my house growing up. Like, really, we didn't do it. We got together, as you can see, I give testimony to eat. That's all we did, right? We, we would eat and we would just talk and the cousins would always be sent to the other living room, right? And we'd play and we'd do whatever, but there wasn't very much dancing. And this was actually a shock to me as I thought about it today because now it's normal. Like, it's so normal to have music in my home. It's so normal for us to dance in the kitchen. Last night, there is this little just precious, I love her, my little Victoria. She's like three years old. She comes to church. She danced till like 2.30 in the morning with us. Like she outdanced most of us. You see her and she's just, you know, doing all of this. Like, you know, it's like she's three. She's three and she's dancing in a way. And I'm like, it's normal for her. It's normal for my girls. What wasn't normal for me? The music, the dancing, the eating, the celebrating. You know, not everything is normal to everyone. And God has a way. I said, well, Lord, when was it? Because I married someone that doesn't like to dance. Like my husband doesn't like to dance. But my husband likes technology. So he likes to DJ. So, and he likes to buy all of the stuff, you know, and he likes to have everybody over. So God just, I was just seeing how God put us together, two people that, and now there's a new normal in our home. I don't know if I'm explaining myself, but I went from what I knew growing up to now enjoying something. It wasn't that it was bad before. It wasn't that, you know, there's nothing wrong with not celebrating the new year or, you know, staying up. There's nothing wrong with not dancing. I'm not saying that. But now God has given me something else. What is now normal for me, and I see as something that is just every day, was actually not normal before. You know what we're declaring? We're declaring that God in so many aspects of your life, and I'm believing this, is going to give you a new normal, not that you're going to dance and go get DJ equipment, no, right? But that blessing and that love and that forgiveness and that a united family and eating around the table and having conversations and looking at each other and worrying about each other in a good way, like not, you know, worry worms, but like, you know, wondering and asking and wanting to be together, that that's going to be our new normal. It's not going to be a special invite. It's not going to be just a new year's. It's going to be our everyday. So this story, as I'm going to use, obviously the Bible, that's what you came to to learn. You know, the, the children of Israel were taken out of Egypt, and then they were taken to, they, they spent 40 years wandering in the wilderness, as we all know. 
It wasn't actually, I want to really, really preach about the next time they were in exile in Babylon. Because they had to come back again. They didn't learn their lesson the first time. Okay? But we're going to use this one. And, And this time, they spent 40 years just wandering. They witnessed great miracles, but they also lived through really tough times. They spent more than 400 years in bondage. They spent their, what, what they knew as a normal was not music and dancing. You know, what they knew as a normal was not prosperity. What they knew as a normal was not to open up the refrigerator and have a full refrigerator or have a full pantry or say, hey, let's go on vacation. That wasn't their normal. Their normal was sickness or their normal was, you know, bondage and their normal was having to get up when they were told to get up, having to work all of the hours, not children, uh, children being treated as adults because everyone had to work. This was their normal. So even though they were miraculously brought out of that, it's really hard to switch from that mentality, that normal that you knew, the, the 400 something, what you saw your grandparents do, what you saw your mom act or react, what you know from your father or what you don't know, because it's generation after generation after generation of the same bondage. So now they're in the wilderness and they had to have gone to the promised land, but they didn't. They didn't go in. They decided to wander. Why? Because they doubted they didn't want to go. They were afraid, right? They struggled at times to be obedient, faithful to God, but something miraculous about even their wandering is that God provided even during their wandering. So the fact that God's blessing you doesn't mean that you've actually arrived to where he wants you to be. I'm going to say this again, because some of y'all thinking you're having the blessing and you're like, this is it. Because see, I'm receiving blessing from God. I'm receiving daily manna from God. So I must be where God wants me to be. But that's not always it. See, God can be present and God can be feeding you and God can be providing. But God can also be preparing you for your new normal. Preparing you for a new land. Preparing you for new heights. Can I get an amen? So yes, they received manna every single day, but although God provided this blessing, came to them as wanderers. You know, the blessing came, I always ask myself, and never any judgment, but I'm like, there's people that I've actually talked to that are homeless, and and, and it's like, you know, you if you give them a sandwich, they're good. If you give them money, they're good. If you give them alcohol, they're good. Not everyone. If you give them, some of them warm blankets, they're good, whatever. But if you want to talk to them about coming out of there, many of them are like, "Uh uh-uh, we're not having that conversation. See, this is me. They can't see themselves out of that, out of that. So they're getting provided for. They're eating every day, but yet they're still homeless. Many of us are in that situation. I don't, and and I'm not saying I'm not. We can be in different levels where we've settled for homelessness. We've settled in parts for, for being wanderers, for being vagabonds, for knowing God and seeing him, you know, in our lives and even recognizing his hand. But yet we're wanting to go back 
every single time back to our bondage, back to being told, you know, that you have to do this and you got to get up in this time. And we are not wanting that freedom that God wants to give us. So what is considered normal is a question that I ask myself. Who is really normal? I mean, what is normal? I think crazy is normal. (laughs) Nowadays, right? Normal. What do you consider normal? Well, as a child, I considered normal. Did you know? And and I, you can judge me, and it's not to embarrass my parents at all or my family upbringing because we weren't poor. Like, I wasn't ever, like, homeless. But, like, for me, normal was going to garage sales to buy my clothes. Like, that was normal. Like, on a Saturday, my mom would wake us up really early. You know, she's like, hey, let's go. Because for me, normal was when their school was going to be back in session. You know, there are four girls in a house. So my parents didn't have enough money for us to go to a normal store or shop online. For me, normal was, wow, you know, I got this shirt for a dollar, these pair of pants for 50 cents, you know, and and that was my normal. And I don't say it for you to look down or, or to even pity me because I learned things through that, you know. For example, for me, normal, I didn't know garbage bags existed, I always just thought you just recycled the, the shopping bags. I mean, I, we always had a shopping bag hanging in our kitchen in one of the, the cabinets. That was just my normal. Like, we never actually had a trash can with store-bought garbage bags. For me, that was my normal. I didn't know you bought garbage bags. I didn't know you bought napkins. We would just, we, my mom would wash um, cloths. And we would clean our hands with cloths, in our, which is actually better for the environment, right, you guys? But anyway, that was our normal. My normal was never to go and buy Tupperware. What do you do? What do you mean? You know, there's so much cottage cheese and sour cream and you know, coffee, instant coffee. You can use all of those Tupperware. Who's going to spend money on Tupperware? I'm telling you this because what now you might see as normal wasn't what you were brought up as with normal. And I'm using this, but maybe your normal was for your dad not to come home. You didn't know if he was coming home. Maybe your normal was that you didn't know that you were, you were hungry sometimes. Or maybe your normal was that you were never heard. Maybe your normal was that you were overheard, you know, and you, you actually ran the place. And, and you shouldn't have, because you were the child. You know, what was your normal? And now my question is, is that God's normal for you? Is that the normal he wants for your home today? Is that the normal that he wants you to provide for your family, for them to see and be like, wow. And again, this prayer comes, Lord, help me. Help me that I never miss recognizing your hand upon my life. Help me, Lord, that, that, that in my normal, that, you know, that now I see what you've actually done through the process. That there was a reason for the wandering. That there was a, a, a huge process, but my girls now, you know, go to secondhand stores as a thing now. It's actually like, ooh, bougie. It wasn't bougie when I was growing up. You were looked down upon. You know, you were frowned upon. Most of my other cheerleader friends didn't know that I, I was like, yeah, I'm wearing vintage, right? Vintage, yeah. 
means I got it at a garage sale. You, you know? But it's like literally I say, wow, what a blessing from God that a person that didn't grow up with much and, I, and, and, and didn't grow up dancing when I love dancing. I love singing too. They, I still am not allowed to sing though, even in my home. Um, but that God could transform that. And that God could give me something new to be something normal. What was that normal for you? That now you know it wasn't good. It was actually toxic. What you were taught, what you were brought up. You know, all of, all of the things that you were taught aren't always good. Traditions aren't always right. For as much as it's a tradition, for as much as it's a way. Like, how about the tradition in some families that every Christmas one of the uncles gets super drunk and fights with all the other family members? You know that there's families, don't look at the family if you have them next to you. If he was the one that did it on Christmas, okay? Don't be like, it was him, it was her, right? But there's, that's normal. For me, I've never had that happen. I've never had some, I've never had one of my daughters not want to come to, we're like, it's New Year's, I don't care if you had a, it's New Year's, we're partying, right? We're like, we're not letting anything get in the middle of it, because that's our normal for our family. So anyway, these people of Israel, they're wandering, and they're wandering, trying, God is in the process of getting the 400 and some all years out of them out of their mind, out of their hearts, out of the way that they react. And he's processing them. And there they are wandering. But look what Deuteronomy 2, 1 to 3 says. This was like close to the end. They were just, okay, listen, it says this. Then we turned around and headed back across the wilderness towards the Red Sea, just as the Lord had instructed me. And we wandered around in the region of Mount Seir for a long time. That long time was about 38 years. <laughs> okay, just, it was, say, it was a long time. It was a long time. Verse 2. Then at last, and I feel 2023, today is that day. Say, at last. Come on, you guys, say, at last. Come on, there's some of you guys that have been struggling with so much stuff, but I'm telling you, this is prophetic today. Today is your at last. It says, now then, at last the Lord said to me, you have been wandering around in this hill country long enough. Turn to the north. You have been wandering for long enough. You have been holding on to the, that way of thinking, to those customs, to that normality for long enough. It is this time where you're going to decide to move north. And as I've been praying and studying, like I said, when my husband told me even the title, the message, I was like, new normal. I mean, I like it, but at the same time, I'm struggling. I'm struggling because for us, the new normal was like, hey, we were so accustomed to the way of life. And then our new normal was to be put into the homes and to be vaccinated. And then, you know, six foot distancing and all of that craziness, that new normal, our post-pandemic country, our world, all the new stuff that came. But God wants to do a whole, like, not just a revolution, like just this revamping of our normal, but in a good way. And that is the word 
heard from the Lord. Today marks the end of what you have understood, what you have known as normal. What you have thought, what I had thought, that you know what, no, I'll never have a family. No, my husband doesn't even dance. Even though I like to dance, oh, I'm never going to dance. All the girls that like to dance and their husbands don't like to dance, you know what I'm talking about. We're always the one that find each other on the dance floor, right, girls? We're like, I got you, sister. And we're like twirling each other, sorry, around and doing, because our husbands don't like to dance. So for a long time, I was like, that's it. No dancing for me. No, and, and my husband's not like he's going to let me dance with another guy, right? So he's like watching me. Let me see. Let me see. Dancing around my living room. But there he is. DJing so his family can dance. That's what God can do. And you're like, that's so silly. For you, it might be silly. For me, it's a big deal. And I'm just using the silly example to tell you what God can do with you. Maybe the devil's such a liar and he told you you're be infertile. Well, let me just tell you, God can change that. He can change that to a new normal. Maybe the devil's such a liar and say, oof, you're never going to get married. You think, you think you're actually going to get married? Mostly like to a Christian man or to a Christian woman? Come on, look who you are. No, let me tell you, God has a way to switch what was to what he sees for your life. Can someone say amen to that? Come on, come on. Turn to your neighbor right now with seriousness in your face and say, get ready for your new normal. Your new normal. Do you think God really spent 400 and something years of like, I mean, I'm sorry, took these people out, his people, his children out of bondage just to have them wander for 40 years? Do you really think that was his entire plan? I can't forget where God had to find me. I can't forget where God had to go to find me. You can't forget where God had to go to find you before we start judging other people, before we start to look at other people, before we start to even ask for someone else's transformation. We, you and I, can't forget where God had to go to find us. That was our normal. Come on, think back at that. Maybe he found you just this morning. That's been your normal. Do you want that to be your children's normal? Do you want that to continue? Do you think that's the best that God has for you? Or can you believe God for a new normal for your life? I can't forget the condition I was in when God found me that second year of university in that dorm room. I can't ever forget what condition my heart was in. I can't ever forget the loneliness that I felt, right? I can never forget the fact, like, I wanted to do so much, and, and there was good intentions in my, in my mind for so much, but yet I was struggling inside, and I felt lost, and I felt so ashamed in a lot of ways, and I felt so inadequate in a lot of ways, but yet God went there. God went to that hill place. God went to that mountain. God went to that dark place. I can never forget why. Because what was normal, now today I see and I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you because you have given me a new normal. And I know that the word for our church, for Grace City, I know that the word for your family is that God wants to give you this today, a new normal.
He wants you to know what it is to be completely always under the hand, his blessing. Can I get an amen? We can't forget how many doors he's opened for us, how many paths he's prepared. Just the fact, and I know I say this often, but just the fact that you are here in church, you are at church, turn to your neighbor and say, you. No, say, actually, me. Can you believe I'm in church today? God's already started working a new normal in your life. He's had to move people away, and he might have to move other people away, other thoughts, other, other systems, but he's also brought new people into your life to help you into this new normal, into a new life, into what he's already envisioned for you, for your family. For some of you, it's not natural to be in church the first of the year. You had other options. You have other places to be. You've imagined, right? But no, God made you get ready. God made you do your hair or get in the shower. God made you put all of those plans and say, I'm going to head to church. I'm going to see. Why? Because God had it in his plan. Never stop noticing how God is at work in your life. I'm here to declare that God has this new normal. And after 40 years around that same place, around that same mountain, right? There's, there's something new. There was a word of God that came and said, get up and start moving. Don't just move to wander, but now move with purpose. It, he said, stop and go north. Stop wandering. Stop just walking to walk. Stop just breathing to breathe. Stop just living to live. Stop and move with intention. Go north. Many of us, yes, we're moving, but we're wandering. We're saved, but we're still broke. We're saved, but yet we're separated from our spouse. We're saved, but we're still angry. We're saved, but still we're holding on to so many, so much of our past or so many of the, we have regrets or we have so many things. Let me tell you, God wants to say, stop. Stop just wandering and head north. Tell your neighbor, head north. Let's head north. Come on, you guys. Tell them, let's head north. Because north is always up, and up is always towards God. In the book of Joshua, we read that later on, the manna, what God provided on a daily, actually ceased. And it stopped coming the day after they went into Canaan, their promised land. Why? Because now they weren't just going to be provided on a day-to-day basis. Now they would eat from the fruit of the land. There was a shift. There was no longer just day, day-to-day, just living paycheck to paycheck, just barely getting by, just barely not getting separated, just barely not killing each other, just barely not just, oh, I can't wait till I turn 18 so I can move out. No, that might be everyone else's normal. But our normal is, I love my family. I love my home. I love my parents. I'll leave in the day that God tells me to go. But once I'm here, I'm grateful to God for the years he's given me in my home and with my parents. And like, most people are like, what? Are you crazy? Yes, that's our new normal. We're, we're people that say, we go, we're church people. We go to church together. Yes. But that doesn't mean you're church people. We are the church. 
We are the church on Monday and we're the church on Tuesday. Can I get an amen? We're citizens of a new system, new structures and new thoughts, new perspective. Because the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. And after all of this time, after so many years, and even after 12 years as senior pastors of this church, and all of the new things. I mean, last year the theme was All Things New for Women's Conference. And I really believe that it was prophetic. And when my husband told me again about this new norma, I was like, what does that mean? And that's why I had to study so much about it. I said, what are you trying to give us, Lord? And he said, I just want you to even forget now. Even what I've given you is nothing compared to what I'm about to give you. What you've been able to see or imagine, what you've actually even asked me for, is limited because you're asking from your mind and you're asking from your heart. See, when we tell God what we want, we're limiting even what we're asking for. But when we say, Lord, I just want to notice you in my life and I want to live the life that you want. I want my family to look the way that you want my family to look. Not, not because someone is saying, not because of tradition, not because, no, he has a new normal for us in this 2023. Stand to your feet. And I want to do this prophetic decree together. And this is the way that we're going to close the service. I want to declare over you, and this is a special, special time. If you have your family next to you, I don't know, maybe you can hold their hand. If, if you know, your spouse is next to you, if you have like, like that good friend and you, you know, you want to hold her hand or hold his hand. Um, maybe you're going to, you know, just like wink at them. Maybe that would help, you know, at church. No, I'm just kidding, you guys. There's a prophetic decree for our lives in this 2023. And this is going to, this is going to break strongholds. This is going to shift. This, this decree is from God and it's over our lives. And this is what it says. We joyfully say goodbye to 2022 along with all of its triumphs that we have enjoyed and all the disappointments that we've overcome. Today we greet 2023. Can someone say amen? Today we greet 2023 with expectation of a new normal that we are about to step into. We are headed north. Say with me, we are headed north. Come on, we are headed north. We give to you, Lord, complete control over every day and hour and minute of this new year that begins and are willing to move to where you are leading us. I give you my life, my family, my work, my today and my tomorrow. Tell God today, say, I'm in your hands. Say it, I'm in your hands. May your perfect will be done in me and in mine. I declare open doors to the best opportunities and connections in all areas of my life. Doors that no man can close because there are heavenly doors opened by your Holy Spirit. I declare that everything that was stopped, stalled, or sidetracked in 2022 will be unleashed and released for our favor in this 2023. We declare blessing to create and unleash flourishing businesses in Jesus' name. And I put an emphasis on this because I feel it so strongly. Flourishing businesses. Here we go. Family 
unity, family unity, strong, healthy marriages, submissive and loving children, your living and growing church, health and prosperity. I declare and believe that in 2023, my mind will step out and away from all confusion, from all insecurity, from all anxiety, depression, or addiction. My normal will be complete freedom in Jesus' name. I leave behind all negative, mediocre, sinful, and fearful thoughts. I bind sickness right now in the name of Jesus and all health problems in my physical body. I leave sickness behind and command my body to function according to health and purpose that God established in his perfect design. I step away right now. And if you've got to even take one little step, like just like, like children, just do it. Take one step. Say, I step away from all religious beliefs that have just tied me down economic uncertainty. I step away from poverty. I step away from scarcity. I step away from divorce. I step away from division. I step away from, from all of strife and, and, um, and grief and step into God's complete blessing over my life. I close the door to mediocrity, curse and ignorance to fully receive the wisdom from above and excellence that characterizes the kingdom of God. I declare that in 2023, God will supply much more abundantly than I can ask or even think of for this new normal, new norms, new ideas, new strategies, new perspective, new businesses, new homes. Come on, can someone say new land? I thank you in advance, Lord. I thank you in advance for what you have done, but what you are building and are planning to do as we move north, as we go north. For me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And if you agree, give God all the glory. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your family, friends, frenemies. Lord knows we all need more Jesus. Until next week.